Hey everybody, it's Pashas. It's Shawan. It's Azalee. And we are Vibrant Vernacular coming back with another episode. This month our theme is going to be based around self-love and self-care, um, which are very important lessons that we need to learn or skills that we need to have. Um, but before we get started into our um self-love, self-care episodes, um, we did want to take a moment to say happy Black History Month. Yes, Black History Month. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Not only do we celebrate ourselves this month being Black women, um, but we also want to talk about how you can individually celebrate yourself um, when it comes to self-care. So the most important relationship we have is the one we have with ourselves. Uh, This relationship has a direct effect on how we allow ourselves to be treated by others. February is a month of sharing and expressing love. In most cases, the focus is on romantic expression of love that we provide to our partners. But if you don't love or know how to love yourself, it will be tough to show others how you want to be loved and cared for. So self-love is very, very, very important. Just to break it down, the definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection or a great interest and pleasure in something. So we want to start today's discussion on how we individually uh, define self-love. Amen. Um, The key word for me is self um, I always type up notes. So I put ding, 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 self. Like that is definitely <laughs> in all caps. Um, like if you can put it in your brain, like make sure you have all caps, the word self, because it's so important. Like we have to put ourselves first. I have mm-hmm. a friend who's always saying, telling me to reclaim my time. And I'm just like, it's all about me. And I think that's, it's important, you know, like you said, we're like bombarded with the relationship aspect of things. And I used to always like, yeah, just the word when people say love is love, but it, it, it aggravated me. But now I feel like it's that way. Love is love no matter how you look at it. So it's no longer just between like a man and a woman type thing. You know, that romance is just if you don't celebrate the holiday, this is a great time to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, self-love to me, I kind of wrote a few things too that came to mind, but I think it's just appreciating your being. Like Shawan said, it's about self, being comfortable with yourself, loving your individual characteristics that make you who you are, mm-hmm. um, that make you unique. Um, and I also think self-love is establishing boundaries so mm. that you kind of have a guideline of what you will and won't tolerate that will continue to allow you to love yourself. Um, I don't know with this self-love, I think when I did this, it kind of opened up a few things for me. I think I'm better at self-care, which I know we'll talk about later than I am self-love, but that's my definition. Amen. I love it. I love it. And I love what both of you put together and actually like my definition is probably just a combination of what, you guys have already previously stated. So I feel like loving yourself means that just ultimately accept who you are and where you are and understand that because, you know, I may be here right now, but that doesn't mean that there isn't room for growth. And even if I've had a troubled past, a troubled life, 
I have to embrace, not necessarily accept or be like, oh, you know, I was molested when I was young and that's wonderful. That's that's not it. But just mm. embrace that these things have occurred and happened to you. But love yeah. yourself enough that you can love yourself through it. Because a lot of times people can come out of these situations and hate themselves and who they become. But they have to understand that in order for them to move forward, they have to love every aspect, every freckle, every dimple, every scar, every bruise. Because that made you a stronger person or figure out what it it, it in uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? What it ha- what happened in your life to cause that to happen and how it's made you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Where it came from, I guess, lack of better terms. I, girl, you just like struck a chord because I was thinking um, like no matter what has happened to you, that shouldn't define you. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, the world. Yeah, the world expects us to dedicate time to somebody else, you know, like you you mentioned February and everybody thinks Valentine's and I'm like, why not dedicate that time to you? You know, I know um, being single, it's like I already don't have a date, you know, so for me, it's like I like getting the candy on discount like the day after. Like, Yes, me too. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's my treat like <laughs> but um the solution I, I i don't know i typed this up um the solution is to practice self-love and self-care practicing those items no, no, those things self-love and self-care practicing that is like teaching yourself how to walk or talk again for me like i feel it's such a personal language that shows how much you care so True. Agreed. I was, I thought I was typing an answer, but I was like, do you have a clue? Please tell me. Like, <laughs> it had a little more there, but I, I don't really, it's so foreign. Like I said, teaching yourself how to walk or talk. How do you begin to do those things? I know when I say reclaiming my time, it's, I've had to pull away from everybody, from the world for a little bit, just to yep. my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So Y'all tell me at this point. <laughs> it's funny I mean, because we're... Go ahead, Azalea. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, I agree. Sometimes you have to pull back to take those breaks because that's when you end up losing yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think during those breaks, whether it, whether it may be from like social media, whether it may be from like hanging out with your friends or, mm-hmm. you know, being on the phone for hours with your homegirls, sometimes it takes isolation. And I don't want to make it sound like... Because what you don't want to do is get stuck too much mm-hmm. in isolation. Yes. But... Sometimes it just takes a few moments to just be like, let me regroup mentally, physically, spiritually, and then I'll check back in with the world. Because a lot of times you are doing, I know I'm super guilty of this. You do a lot of comparison, Mm. especially with social media. Sometimes I use it like, okay, as motivation, but sometimes when that's all you're kind of visualized with, it starts to trigger things like, well, none of this is really going on with me. So it kind of has like the negative backlash on your mental and then you start to question your self-love so it does take I agree with you some isolation and just stepping back to be like you know I'm gonna shit my damn self so it's just funny how even with self-love it's kind of a fake it till you make it type of idea you Mm -hmm. know so like I've had situations where uh, like my son or somebody has shown me a picture of a female and she'll be attractive Nonetheless, she's very attractive. But I'd be like, mm, she ain't got nothing on me. 
<laughs> like she, she don't know who passions is, you know, and it yeah. in, in a sense that, you know, I still am self-conscious to a certain extent, you know, but I have to put myself above everybody else because at the end of the day, I have to stand up and fight for passions, you know, so I may not be, I mean, everybody knows you're not the best looking thing on earth, you know what I'm saying? But in my head, I have to be because that's has, that has to be the confidence that I exude in order mm-hmm. to you know even maneuver through social media you know social media shows you what you want to see versus what you really see you know what i'm saying so who was uh kendrick lamar what 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 did he say in that song i can't think stretch marks yes exactly you have to embrace that like i said those are your battle scars you know i've been through something gain weight lost weight had yeah. babies, you know, got babies to graduate from high school on my second one, you know, so mm. it's kind of like, you got to look at that and say, dog, not everybody can do that. And I love that about myself, that I'm still resilient enough that I'm still here, regardless of everything that I've been through. So I think my problem is I show love to everyone else mm-hmm. besides showing love to me because I know how to show everybody else love. I know how yeah. To, to make sure my children are taken care of. My children know that I love them every single day. You know, and I tell my daughter how beautiful she is every single day. Like, I wake her up, hey, pretty girl, that's my princess. Look at my beautiful princess. And she just be looking at me like, mom, you are so annoying. But I do that every single day. You know, and when my sons, you know, just in general, I tell them how handsome they are. And if they get a haircut, I'm like, dang, you look smooth, looking like your mom. Look at that wave. And they, be, and they be just getting so annoyed. I know they think I'm so annoying, but I know how to do that. But like y'all was saying, as far as doing it for myself, it's, you know, it's it's a work in progress, I would say. I think mm-hmm. that's, um, I thank you for sharing. You always bring up so much stuff uh, that I didn't even remember. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's so important. I do the same thing with my daughter and she's just like, or whatever uh, (laughs) exactly but keep speaking life into them and speak life into yourself the same way because the next thing I had was um in order to master a relationship or just be comfortable with in my case I being single it's like you have to master that art of loving yourself ourselves the way you just talked about like if you don't love you how can you show others how how to love you and um that's not a rhetorical question. Like we definitely need answers to that. Cause I think we owe it to ourselves to get answers and to change the path of how things are going. Like you said, faking it till you make it. I hate doing that. And I feel Me like too. such a hypocrite sometimes when I do that. So that ushers us into the self-love portion. And there's something that you mentioned as, as, well, as, as a lady, I'm so sorry. I keep it's okay. to say as, That's fine. I answered the both. <laughs> but do what I do. I call her as we lay. I call her. Yes. Like, what do I call you as a lay? As I we you, lay. I be calling her everything just to be picking. Y'all, up. I was so annoyed when that song came out, but it helped people remember my name. So I was like, yes. whatever, Shirley Murdoch. <laughs> I love Shirley Murdoch. Do not dare talk bad about Shirley Murdoch. I love Shirley Murdoch. I'll tell y'all story a little bit later. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I feel that um, loving yourself, 
you have to love yourself enough to distinguish what you will and will not accept. Mm -hmm. So when you talked about boundaries, that really touched the court with me because there was a time where I was just, you know, people pleasing, I guess, letting somebody use my car, which made me late for work, um, doing all these mm -hmm. things. And until I set boundaries, like, look, Negro, get your own vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I got to use mine to get back and forth. It was just a matter of this is what we're not going to do. You know, like establishing things, doing the things that are right for you. Yes. Before you make sure that everybody else is okay. That is what has helped me take back some of my power. You mm -hmm. know? So, and I think, my self love is just, we're not going to do this. You know? I think as um, women in general, uh, like both of y'all are saying, we're designed to kind of give, give, give love yep. and make sure everybody else is taken care of. We're natural nurturers. Right. So, ironically, I guess it's hard for us to do that for ourselves. And sometimes we look for that and other things or other mates to validate that. But I yes. think like we all said, it's important that we just kind of take a step back and things or how we check up on, you know, our children, our family, our friends, we just kind of turn that back around and say, hey, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Um, you know, and identify areas where you think you may need a timeout or you sometimes you may need to reach out. That's yeah. part of self-love too, identifying that you need help. So, you know, it's funny because like I was saying, the fake it till you make it aspect of things. So for myself, um, I started, like Shawan was saying, as far as starting not, to not care about yourself and like me and Shawan have had conversations and as a lady too, where I would tell y'all, I didn't care how I look when I left the house. Like if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm going to sweep my hair back in a ponytail. I ain't brushing it. I'm sweeping it back, putting yeah. that little ponytail holder on there and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, I'm not going to care about, you know, what type of clothes I have on. If I have on pajamas, then the pajamas are going to be in the grocery store with me. You know, so <laughs> I've had to make don't become know, a meme. I'm just girl, you know. we not even gonna we ain't even gonna talk about people from Walmart. <laughs> That's gonna be me. So um it took a lot for me to to start doing little stuff. So I started this is hilarious. So how I started was I started doing panty raids. Oh my gosh. Every new year. So every new year I would destroy all my old panties and buy new ones. You know, because, you know, having nice underwear make you feel sexy. So that's, that's how I started. And then I started moving into buying earrings. So like mm -hmm. making sure that I had studs in my ear, you know, no matter where I went and making sure my hair was kept. Not saying done, but kept. Because yeah. I look cute in a nice ponytail with some nice earrings. I still look cute. <laughs> so it started that way. So like for me, it has been, everything has been very gradual, you know. So now my daughter does hair. So every couple of weeks I get her to do my hair, whether it be braids mm -hmm. or some sort of like quick updo ponytail. She does my eyebrows for me. So I pay her to do these things, but that's because I want her to learn the value of her services. Amen. But yeah. I get her to do little stuff. So like yesterday I asked her, we're going to go to Marshall's today. Um, I worked out yesterday so I can have a free morning uh, to devote to the podcast. But mm -hmm. I told her yesterday I want her to go to Marshall's with me because I want to do quick, you know, makeup 
things for myself, not necessarily, you know, doing a full face, but yeah. I want to make sure I have eyebrows or eyelashes that I can quickly pop on or pop off or, you know, do a quick eyeshadow or do a quick you lip. fancy. Girl, yeah. this year I am like. <laughs> who are you, sis? Who girl, are you? Um, some new person <laughs> that you're. With my friend. Some new yeah. person <laughs> that I'm going to, I'm going to uh, fully introduce y'all to her one of these days, you know. Man. But it's just little stuff like that, that. I am doing personally and it's not about what my husband thinks it's not about what anybody thinks because y'all one thing and I know I'm talking long but I oh, it's just a lot ahead. of thoughts one thing I want y'all to understand is when I was playing my son was playing basketball one of my good friends her name is Sheila she always had her hair done like Amen. always had her hair done she always looked nice and when I say done I mean professionally done she only had one child like you as a lay so it was Amen. like it was humanly possible to do that but uh <laughs> it so ain't. I asked her one day <laughs> I asked her I was like so why do you you know make sure you, you you look nice every day just asking her for you know just because I'm learning self-love so I'm like mm -hmm. how do you do this and she said, to be honest with you, I have a son. So I don't want him to marry a woman that doesn't care about herself. So I have to show him how I care about myself and how I present myself to the world because I'm setting an example for him. And when she said that, that actually was the spark that started all of the little changes that I started to make. Because I know for me, I'm not going to jump into it, you know, like I'm jumping into 10 feet, not learning how to swim. So yes. it's just that it had to be gradual for me. But when she said that, I was like, yo, I have two boys. I like that. You know? And do I want them to be the have girl women that are the women of Walmart or the people of Walmart? <laughs> no, you want the target ladies. Oh, yes, something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. But you know, I'm I'm so happy you brought all that up because I had something um we were I I feel like I'm skipping around, but ways to express self-love. And I was like, try not to come out the house looking any kind of way. Like <laughs> I said, I know we all have our moments. I get it, but damn pajamas in public like that screams I don't care mm -hmm. to me like it, does. it really like you just rolled out of bed and decided you needed some milk like no we're not doing that it's 2020 so um ways to express self-love yeah you talked about earrings like I literally got into that paparazzi jewelry stuff and one of the things I told the girl like I'm I'm, I won't even say gullible. I feel supportive. You know, if you tell me you started a business and you need my support, the least I can do is give you my hundred dollars to join, you know? Yeah. So I joined it and I was like, even if I don't sell one piece of this jewelry, I'm going to wear it, you know? So <laughs> you have to pick out stuff, I guess, that you're supposed to be selling. Yes, you get it a little cheaper than what everybody else does, but I got all this stuff and I'm like, wearing it every day you know so <laughs> for me yeah. it's okay you know yeah, I didn't pay for it I might as well wear it you know but just making that extra effort to and for me like I'm I, I'll wear a head wrap all day long but it's not gonna be a dingy soiled scarf that I pull from under the bed you know well, that it's was me college nice. no you can't do that like <laughs> Yeah, to express that self-love like people have to see it people have to know I'll never forget I was working at a preschool and I was telling a teacher like my daughter gets on my nerves like she made us late because she had to make sure her shoes matched her outfit and da, da 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 this lady looked at me up and down she was like I wonder where she gets it from 
And I was so annoyed, but I was like, damn. Like, yeah, she had to make sure her stuff was together before we even left the house. And I have three sons and I know (laughs) how important it is for us to really make sure, you know, I don't want to set a bad example for them. You know, my my kids don't even, when my son was going to Ruffner Middle School, he didn't even want me to get out of the car to come inside. Not because, <laughs> not because I looked horrible. It's because like in the morning, I would wear like yoga pants and oh my I was God. Sitting up, like my butt was like flat out. You know, he was like, no. Jealous. Like, to a fight. Yeah. Based on what the boys would say about me. So I was like, they were my favorite pants at the time. They were cute. You know, I made sure the shirt and the tennis shoes matched, but he was like, don't get out the car. And I had to respect that. You know, it was just him like not wanting to get into it with all these boys. But yeah, for us to go out the house, like we have to set some sort of standard. And um, oh so we're- <laughs> No, 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 no. We're going to have to finish this. So that is freaking hilarious because- my oldest son used to hate when I went to his basketball games for the same reason. He's like, yo, mom, every time you come to the game, after the game, I got to deal with all of these boys talking about you. And my husband was like, so, you know, he finds that annoying, right? And I was like, what? I used to get mad at him because I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to go there with a freaking sheet? I said, how yeah. do you, I mean, I can't help it. Your mom is the bomb.com. What you want me to do? And he'd mm-hmm. be like, mom, you are so annoying. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you should. I said, you need to embrace this. I said, at the end of the day, you need to embrace it. I could be one of those moms that look old, rusted, and dead. I said, but I don't. She's I said, arrested. so. <laughs> exactly. I was like, so you need to embrace the fact that you got a, you got a beautiful mom. And then it made it even worse. Like, we would go work out at Mount Trashmore. And of course, when I'm at Mount Trashmore, I'm in my, like you said, Shawan, not yoga pants, but my workout pants and my t-shirt and my sneakers. And me and Anaja would be there and it would be me, him and Anaja. Girl, (laughs) he used to turn around looking at people, giving them the ice grill. And and me and Anaja looking at him like, yo, you need to get it together. You need to get it together. So I'm the one in the podcast with no butt. So I don't have these issues that these ladies You lying. Have. You are lying. I have I'm just not, no cheeks over here, y'all. I am just blessed with the top half. Exactly. Um, so be quiet. Son, <laughs> but still, my son's still little. The only thing I can think is the kids like to give me a hug a lot. So maybe my <laughs> boobs are soft. <laughs> but other than that, I don't have these issues yet. So to to be continued. I hate you so much. <laughs> questions what were we taught as children about self-love so we talking about the kids what were we taught as children about self-love not a darn thing really (laughs) to be honest with you nothing like I I would when my mom was going out she would really get into it you know what I'm saying especially if she was going out with her friends if she was going out with us to the club she would definitely do it up like she would do it up, hair, everything. We had to, oh mom, forgive me for telling this story. But we had to <laughs> we had to hold my mom down and shave her legs because she oh would not ne- she never shaved. My mom did not shave at all. Like it was just this is me. And the crazy thing is guys loved 
it. And I didn't understand it. Like, I'm like, yo, mom, this is a bit much. Like, your hair on your legs as long as my hair on my head. Like, you can't do this. But she didn't care. Like, and it's funny because people liked it. Like, it's crazy, y'all. I got stories for days. But so we went out to the club one time and my mom had this dress on. Like, I have a picture of it and it's like my screensaver on the phone. And like her, her V, now my mom, we the the little titty committee, unlike you, Azalea. So, like, her dress, the V came all the way to her navel, right? And I'm standing in the picture with her, and I have on, like, a full, like, just a a one-shoulder shirt and some long pants. You know, like, and it's just such a difference, but she she just didn't really do anything spectacular unless she was going out. So, on a daily basis, it was just, I'm gonna brush my hair in a ponytail, and that's that's about it, you know? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's funny, like the, the club thing was so real back in the day, y'all. Like I think I couldn't wait till I got old enough to go to a club just based on how my mom used to hype it up so much. The, the Ponderosa, all these Yes, the Ponderosa. Like, oh my god. The Pondy. Uh yes. out to VA. But it's just it's so funny how those moments it was like oh girl you gotta do this you gotta make sure when you go to the club but it was always like i'm gonna stun on these hoes tonight yes you know, it, yes that's what was ingrained in me like oh ain't nobody gonna look better than me when i go to the club you know but that that just kind of trickled over into the everyday thing i know we talked before about make sure you got your earrings on this that that like mm-hmm. um passion i know my mom's hair was similar to your mom's like the texture it was so mm-hmm. curly and stuff like she used to just slick it back with some gel and a little bit of water or you know she, I like doing finger waves at the time so I used to do her hair finger waves sometimes but it was like I can't go unless this that and that look okay you know and I think yeah the, the club was that special occasion for them back in the day for some reason but on the every day it was like let me try to get through this day whatever way I could you know there yeah. was no special emphasis put on anything so I didn't really learn much. So it was kind of the opposite for me. Like my mom was extra all the time. (laughs) So I'm extra all the time. So, I mean, I was a little bit younger when she was like going out back in the day, but just like looking at some photos and stuff, like everything was together, Mm -hmm. like hair, makeup, clothes, even her squad was together. Um, (laughs) When I got older though, she still like, would get dressed up like everything full makeup um earrings hair done going to work um coming Mm -hmm. to our functions Mm -hmm. um I don't know why we always go back to the earrings but that was her thing she was like every little girl should have earrings don't leave this house without the earrings so I was just like okay so (laughs) needless to say I always got earrings for like birthday Christmas um some form of jewelry she was big on jewelry whether it was real or costume I still have some of her pieces which I think is pretty cool Yes. but that is awesome that's like yeah she was extra so when I go out to stun on hoes um <laughs> I'm extra too so, oh my gosh. Uh, it's a little bit different though she probably like looking at it now just trying to get out the house with Aiden like I do basic stuff where I don't look like homeless on the street but maybe oh like gosh. you know <laughs> back and forth between that. homes yeah exactly <laughs> oh God, I like I kind of look like that so 
looking back, she probably felt that way, like with us. But to us looking at her, we were like, oh, okay, she looked kind of cute. She got it together. Mm-hmm. But yes. um, yeah, so it was extra. So I'm extra. And my sister, whoo, extra, extra. <laughs> Read all about it. But um, yeah, so I think we kind of learned that from there. Um, yeah, so I think from family is where I get a little bit of self-love. I think another person too, like this is kind of far left, but mm-hmm. my granddad, um, he was kind of like dad, um, clearly growing up, um, but he was part of the Nation of Islam. So his main thing was like knowledge of self. Mm. So he yes. instilled in us a lot of times just to, you know, be proud of who you were, um, went over certain teachings and lessons. Um mm-hmm that he learned and just, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, it's nothing, you know, wrong with being black. And it's important to understand that we've come through a lot. So you should be proud to be black. So certain things like that, um, that were instilled in us that we didn't understand then, I guess I should say, but are definitely prevalent now. I love. Me too. I was going to say the same thing. I love the fact that you bought it back to being black because Mm -hmm. I never really when we were talking about the self-love part that part escaped me even though it never escapes me but it escaped Mm -hmm. me in how we show it and how we learn it because I Mm -hmm. never thought about that aspect of it but that is the most (laughs) important like to me above all I mean you have to love yourself and loving yourself means loving who you are as a black person black woman Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that supersedes a lot Everything. of stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you touched on some great points. Like um, my one of my questions was when I was talking about where does our, I don't think I brought this up yet. Where does our image of self-love come from? And you mentioned something about the nation of Islam. I have a, a family member who always like presented that information to us. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody else in my family really even read the literature that was being um, presented to us, but I did. And a lot of it um, in terms of simple things, like um, there wasn't a lot of getting hair and nails done, like, you know, going to the shop and stuff like that. But me and my mom did stuff at home, you know, with our hair and everything. And now that I have a daughter, I do get her real nails done because that's like a a treat for her, you know, for having good grades or whatever. I take her to the nail salon to get her real nails um, taken care of. But the hair, the hair aspect as a black woman, you know, for me, there are endless things I can do. I love weave, you know, I'll permit once a year, I'll cut it all off, like it's whatever. But as a black woman, that that just screams, you know, to the world, how you feel about yourself, what your hair looks like. And with the Nation of Islam, one of the things that they like a standard you know it's like the the fingernails you know mm-hmm. um even to the way you wipe your butt all this little stuff is is really laid out you know which hand you use and having fingernails it's like they better not be dirty they better not be nasty and I know mm-hmm. and um even to have the fingernail go past your fingertip is like ill you know because when you're wiping your butt stuff can get caught in there I know this is like gross to some people but there are so, certain rules that you follow for stuff like that. So your nails can't be nasty. You, at a certain point when they're too long, it is gross, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I know <laughs> we, we, we idolize or, you know, look up to people with these claws and stuff, but it is disgusting. Like, I don't want you cooking my food. Like, don't even touch me. So just little stuff about mm-hmm. hair and nails. It's like, dang, it goes so, so far back. And 
I do credit a lot of the stuff that I read from the Nation of Islam with like helping me get a better understanding of how to even care for myself sometimes. So that's an excellent point. And yeah, as black women, like we got to stay on point because somebody's do. always looking. And like you said, don't be a mean. Oh, I would just die. You know, <laughs> I would just, you know what? it's not it's not about somebody always looking. They're always copying. That's yeah. that's the thing. And trying to adopt it as their own. Like yes. for me, I learned a lot about that from Essence Magazine and Susan Taylor, mm-hmm. who is the mm-hmm. editor. And she just, when I tell you, that's like the person that she's above Oprah, above anybody for me, because I just felt like Susan Taylor, she was just this authentic beauty. You know what I'm saying? And the words that she spoke were just as beautiful as she was as a person. And right. Jet Magazine. So those were like where I formulated who I was yes, as a black Jet. woman. You know what I'm saying? How can you Yeah, I remember Beauty of the Week. Yes, yeah. and they always had somebody from Virginia <laughs> in them things too. So like those were things that I looked at you know, as a form of, okay, this is black women showcasing the beauty of black women in all shades, sizes, colors, shapes, you know, everything. Exactly. And it was just like, and it showcased us in such a great way. Like, you know, and it just made you love who you, who you were. Like my mom, she was a proponent of loving who you were as a black woman. So I didn't have the nation of Islam roots, but my mom was always that woman that just loved who she was as a black woman. She never really like just said, Oh, love being black, but it was just how she carried herself and how she spoke of us. It would just made me respect black women, black people, period, you know? Yes, I totally agree. And um, did we discuss the self-care part yet? Like, How do you do it? No. Okay. Um, jumping into the self-care portion, I what is self-care? I feel that it's putting your needs first. Um, and this is this may seem really funny or stupid, but it's real. Um, eating and using the bathroom on schedule. I put that on here because as a social worker, oh my it's god, like office. Like I live in my car sometimes, going to appointments. Um, everything I do is like home visits or, you know, so I eat in my car or sometimes I don't eat at all. I'm not sure which is worse yet. Um, but it's just taking, <laughs> taking the time to afford the basic things that we fight so hard and work so hard to ensure that everybody else has like, yes, I, I would say that, my kids, mm-hmm. you know, did my kids have a bowel movement? Did they, the simple things it's like, damn, did I eat, did I eat lunch? Did I eat breakfast when I was preparing their stuff? <laughs> just making time for the stuff that you forget about for yourself, but oh you pour God. into everybody else. That's a good one. <laughs> No, you did not say on schedule though. Like, really, Shawan? Like, be there one. But that's true. You know, somewhere, but I'm like, dang, I I didn't even pee because I was trying to make that appointment. Then they Mm -hmm. canceled the appointment and I still got to pee, you know? (laughs) Oh my God. That's not true. Or if you don't, like, you got to start like training your body because, like, this may be too TMI, but I don't do number two in public. So yeah. I have trained my body to like, and mentally don't even think that it's about to go down <laughs> like that until you get closer to the house because oh it's God. not going to work y'all, y'all, at all. This is, 
this is just it got about location oh and like terms and all that stuff. Ain't nobody yes. trying to be sick and I can't work, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I got y'all, I'm thinking about self-care like bubble baths and uh bath salts and bath bombs and I'm not even I've never even touched that. I mean like food, like I'm looking at that, but Lord, I love y'all. Yeah, you just got to take care. I put taking care of yourself, like, physically, which is that part, um, mentally and emotionally. Like, it's just the trilogy, all full circle, like, kind of taking care of yourself. So go ahead, Azalea, how you do it? I mean, we know oh, how. You, so we you know, know me. And stuff, but I'm, I'm extra with it. Just, like, extra. So I think, as we mentioned in another podcast, I'm known for taking random days off because oh, yeah. <laughs> um, approve excuse me approve random days off um because I need that time to get away from people that I don't want to be around or talk to yeah. so that's part of self-care taking days off um I'm not really a nature person but I do enjoy being outside for like walks um when it's warmer I'm a queen of walking to see like a sunset alone oh. um anybody want to accompany feel free um, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> exercise um that makes me feel better um I love music so either listening to it going to a concert that's my thing too um and then ways where I may have to spend money to be self-care um taking care of and stuff um just like a massage or I try to keep up with my feet that's very important um but yeah that's how I do my self-care oh and candles and like sage, all that good smelling stuff. Yeah. But y'all, going back, I'm still thinking about doo-doo and I don't know why. Oh my God. But y'all, oh funny story. So it's kind of disgusting and funny. Oh Lord, help me. So I will take like this detox tea to like cleanse myself out <laughs> and get myself together. And again, I train my body. Like if it says it's going to take 12 hours, 14 hours, I'm like, boom. This is the time I need to take it. So, yes, yeah, like took it with enough time frame. So I ate throughout the day, but I guess the food caught up with me later. So I was at work Help me. Help and I was like, nah, I got to go. So I told my manager, she knew about it. I was like, hey, detox tea time, got to go. So she was like, all right, you know, just, you know, I'll make up my time later. So y'all driving home, squeezing my cheeks. I'm like, y'all, this cannot be going on. And with detox tea, if y'all taking it, it's almost like the stomach flu. You get to sweating and like it's <laughs> too much stuff you have to concentrate on. So needless to say, y'all, I did not make it in time. Super oh. mad. Oh so I'm like God. driving home with like mud butt. Oh. Had to stop and like, no, I made it enough to pick up Aiden, but then I didn't make it enough to get home. Oh, so I like have my butt and I'm like, Aiden, like, come on. Cause you know, when you get your kids, it's never a rush. They're still saying bye to like, cause they're popular and all this other stupid stuff. So I'm like, come on. So like, he's, good thing. he's like, oh, ma, it stinks. And I'm like, Aiden, I need to use the bathroom. Eddie wrap things up when it comes to self-love and self-care I would just say love yourself um, speak it claim it um, sometimes I will do daily affirmations mm -hmm. um, I read about it I write about self-love sometimes and just accepting your flaws know that you're made for yourself uniquely you don't have to be like anybody else um, embrace it and keep it moving amen Pashis. 
I would say what she just said is definitely the key for me is just understanding who you are, the inner workings of who you are, loving who you are and accepting who you are until you can love who you are um, and just understanding that that's important and you contribute to, you know, the well-being of everyone around you. Like Shawan was saying about, you know, how she knows if she doesn't fully function, then her children you know, won't have her. And mm-hmm. that's an integral part of sustaining their lives. So she has to understand that she has the power. And I'm saying she in a sense, because I'm just talking about her, but this is just for all of us, that we have the power to sustain our own lives. And and that's the important, I think, part of me, showing that <clears throat> self-care. Amen. Um, for me, the, uh, I have two different things. Um, the number one is, and I know we're going to talk about this, uh, trusting your internal GPS because yes. mm-hmm. never steer you wrong. Like, listen, listen to yourself. That little voice, that gut feeling that's telling you something. I think that's a part of you protecting yourself, protecting your heart and your mind. I say this a lot and um, take the time to know, to know what what you like to, you know, to focus on when it comes to your self-care and your loving yourself. How do you show those things? Um, and personally, <clears throat> I think that it means like for you, for us to stop making the same mistake twice. Like I put it, one example is um, stop. Okay, I'm going to read it just how tight. Stop humping the same man and you know he ain't no good. Like, you know, like if you need to move... Mm. Like, just stop getting mad when a ninja shows you his true colors. Like, stop giving direct people access to your heart and mind. Um, yes. Mm. That goes back to setting boundaries. So that's a big thing that I hope moving forward. If you say you love yourself, if you care about yourself, then you're going to stop those patterns that show otherwise, that show the world that you really don't give a damn. Mm. So saving yourself first, doing what's right for you. That's the epitome of self-love and self-care to me. Did y'all want to add anything else? No, I think you no, got No, I think it. that was good. Yeah. It, I think self-love does not equal self-destruction. So yeah. that was yeah. good. Amen. And I think we need to make that a meme. <laughs> Write that down, girl. Self-love <laughs> is not self-destruction. Exactly. But, um, yeah, before we go, I wanted to uh, go back to the Black history facts. And one person that really struck me, I know I was on Facebook when I think of Facebook or Instagram, one of my friends had posted this and I think they were like joking, but it's real. The, there's a woman named Christina Jenkins, an African-American lady named Christina Jenkins, who created, she invented the hair weaving process in the 1950s. She received a patent in 1951 for the process of hair weaving. Although people were wearing wigs and hair pieces for thousands of years, Christina Jenkins came up with a technique to weave the hair in. It's so funny, it, uh, the article I was reading, before she started weaving it in her way, People were using like hairpins and placing it on the scalp. So not only was the hair falling out, I can just imagine if they was really like sticking it on there, it could have been painful, you know, just to make it stay sometimes. So hair weaves back in those days were stiff and pretty bulky, but Miss Jenkins' technique 
it it looked the same. Like it made the hair look like once it was done, it flowed. The hair extensions they were created. They created a way to be applied, and they they would stay for a while. So uh, just shouts out to Christina Jenkins for revolutionizing yes. the way we do our hair. Um, did you guys want to add anything? No, I just love say it. it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> Amen. Black history is awesome, and I think it really helps when we know. A little bit more, you know, and and being able to express ourselves, not feeling ashamed of who we are. That's something that I definitely push for my daughter, that, that she loves natural hair, letting her know that her natural hair is beautiful. And we're going to find ways to style that, too. So right now we're crocheting. And I thank God for the, that crochet technique because it <laughs> saves time. <laughs> it definitely saves time. So um, if there's nothing else to add, I definitely want to thank our listeners for rocking with us. And we got so much more in store. Yeah. Self-love, y'all. All right. <laughs>